Hello? Hello? Hello, is this Bryce? Oh, yeah, this is him. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, right. Thank God <laughs> it's not that Jacob Staley faggot. Coming from you, of all fucking people. Oh, Worthless man. piece of shit. You are the biggest flamer this side of the fucking Mississippi. You should see... I'm telling you what, everyone. You should just see Bryce's new fucking tattoo on his chest. Makes him look like a bigger fag than he already was. Right. If we can't see eye to eye on a physical level, it makes you think I care about your opinion. We can see eye to eye. Actually, we can't because you are skin and bones. I am nothing but fucking a god. <laughs> a god lit. No, just a god, all right? Yeah, okay, bro. You're shorter than my fucking girlfriend. Oh, good one, bro. I'll still knock your ass the fuck out. Yeah, if you could fucking reach. Oh, I can. You okay? You're fucking, okay. You're fucking stump arms. Fuck I you, will literally, I will literally kick you in your fucking toad of a dick and knock <laughs> the fuck out. I'd like to see that fucking happen. Of course Not you Not even on your best fucking day. Of course you'd like to see that. You'd like to see me all the time because you're, like, fucking obsessed with me. You're like a clingy girlfriend. Right, I can't help it. I was born a stage five clinger. I get it. I mean, get, hey, seek therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't need therapy when I'm this fucking good. When I'm this mentally ill, then you can come talk to me. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, uh. But, um, oh, yeah, we uh, still have to introduce this thing. I'm telling you, I'm becoming more un- unprofessional by, like, the week. Um, remember at the beginning, the first thing we do is, be like, what's up, and then introduce immediately. And now it, it becomes a two-minute roast session before anything's actually spoken about. You got to keep it fresh up in here, you know? Oh, Not everybody okay. likes the same routine of, you know, formalities and whatnot. Sometimes you just need a nice, subtle, complimentary Fuck you. Yeah. And I would not want to do it to anybody else other than Jacob fucking Staley. So hey, hey, you fuck know you. The feelings are mutual there. Fuck Bryce Ross. I can't anyone <laughs> about yeah, um, All this time and you can't even pronounce my last name right. I thought we was homies. Well, he, well, here's the thing. I don't really care about pronouncing your last name right. You know what? I was going to share my last name with you, but you know what? Fucking forget it. Nope. Doesn't matter to me at all. Your, your first name. You're, we're on a first name basis. That's how close Bryce and I are. Okay. <laughs> Bro, you're about to become my side bitch at this point if you keep talking to me like that. You've been my side bitch for quite some time. Bro, how dare you? I'm actually going to use one of those pictures. I uh, That picture of you sleeping as a cover photo this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Title caption, Ocean the Other Way. <laughs> Like, can you guys see the bed sinking? No. <laughs> he's got fucking titties, man titties for icebergs. Uh, anyway, welcome everyone to, uh, what is this, episode 22? 22, yep. Of uh, This Will Be Terrible. I'm Top G. <laughs> and I'm Bryce. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the last episode Um our numbers getting like uh, better and better. Like I checked those statistics I posted the other day. Yeah. Like those were from only three days of the podcast being available, and by today it had over like four thousand. 
So I want to thank everyone for uh, supporting. Um, we're getting, well, I should say our email is getting a lot more uh, businesses reaching out and uh, things of that nature. I'm hoping something's going to come from it. But um, one thing for sure I've learned over the years, and you've learned it as you're growing up, is to never get too excited about anything. Kind of keep it at bay and see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, right now, you're probably hearing some bugs. I'm currently outside because it's nice as hell out here. And uh, I was like, you know what? Change up change up just the regular old fucking sitting in the house the whole time thing. Mm. Anyway, Bryce, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Um, I just... Uh, like I told you earlier, I was at my dad's house mm-hmm. and they were having a little get together with just like some family friends and you know, my stepmother's parents came up from North Carolina and we all hung out and uh, they, uh, my parents opened up a pool at their house finally after a couple months and uh, we were going to go swimming today, but today's weather was kind of questionable to say the least it's been kind of weird it's like a mixture of humid and warm and rainy yeah i don't know just weird but uh other than that um i'm pretty excited uh some new things happening got a new car and i think i mentioned that before on the other podcast previous podcasts Mm -hmm. and i finally got my own place that's right i will hopefully be moved in officially by sometime this week so Oh boy. And only thing that's really left is just trying to find a better paying job and you know, I'll be living living pretty good, bud. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you will. That's right, boy. <laughs> um yeah, basically same old, same old for me. Um I'll start this whole security thing on Monday. Um it was so weird, I've left multiple multiple jobs in the past and some people care some people didn't it is what it is but um this place and uh and shit like that they were uh very sad to lose me because there's very you know in the world today as you know too there's very few people that work like hard at their jobs they they show up there and they do the bare minimum Mm -hmm. yep i already think of a few people off the top of my head Yep, exactly. And, you know, that's why they appreciated me here because I worked really, uh, really well for them and really hard. And I stayed over um, each week besides my first week. I was getting overtime on each on each check. And, you know, at least I think my last check, I had like four and a half hours of overtime. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, they just, you know, appreciated everything. I did there, and it did suck to leave, but, I mean, it just comes with the territory. What I was making was not enough to support barely me, let alone my family. So, Yeah, and uh, that's that's the primary reason why I'm looking for a better-paying job is for pretty much the same reason. I can work to support myself and the bills and whatnot, but... You know, you tack on, you know, a couple kids and, you know, a girlfriend and, you know, now that I got a new car, a new place, I mean, it's it's all going to start to add up and, you know, eventually bite, you know, bite me in the wallet. So 
I figured now's a better time to seize the opportunity to find a better paying job. So that way I can, you know, get a better paycheck and hopefully still have some money left over for, for whatever I may need. You always hope. (laughs) Yeah. You always, you always hope, but you know, there is not a lot of places out there. (laughs) No, no. And I literally told you weeks ago, I was going to send you a fucking place. I never did. So, you know, it's, I, you know, I don't even really have a plan set in motion for getting a new job. I'm just kind of, I think I'm more or less just experimenting right now to, to see like, like I have enough money to get me by for a couple months actually, if needed. Um, so my goal was just to see like, you know, to see how much I get paid from, you know, the, the current jobs that I'm working to pay off a couple of expenses and see how much money I have left over to determine, you know, if I need to get a new job right away or not, or if I can ride it out for a couple more months, but we'll wait and see. Yeah. Well, uh, place that I was speaking about is really like right down the road from me. And uh, I think you'd fit in well there. Oh yeah. The, I think I know what you're talking about too. Yeah. If, yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard of that place and, uh, um, I've heard mixed reviews, but you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's almost any job. You know, I, I feel like you don't actually know what a job entails until you actually there. I mean, you, you can go off somebody's word of mouth all day, but at the end of the day, uh, personal experience is what is what really, I think will shape your opinion of, of the place. But yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. So, you know, we'll wait and see. And, uh, I hope everybody else out there is doing okay. I mean, times is tough, man. Times is fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah, they sure are. Um, real quick, I did want to say, um, I don't know who it was. Well, actually, I can find out who it was, but I don't feel like paying the extra money. Um, but someone uh, last week, uh, I don't know. Basically, it showed when it was showing, like, the. it didn't show me the exact people, like, about who ordered it, but it was shown like four different pictures. But some a couple people ordered some shirts, and in totality, it was like twenty shirts. So someone had to order like a few, right? Um, and shit like that. And I don't know who the fuck you were, but um, whoever went on the website and bought like twenty fucking shirts, uh, shout out to y'all. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, I wish we were getting our payments quicker than uh, we are. I checked the I checked the thing, Bryce. Uh, the payments won't even be sent out till September, like twenty fifth. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, but now, it was payments. Real quick, not to interrupt you, but did you get the money I sent? Yes. Okay. Cool. Because I yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to text you about that, but it completely slipped my mind. Yep. Yeah. Because I I seen it up, uh, I seen it pop up, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, like I said, I was uh, for for months there. I was just like, oh yeah, got it, got it, got it. But I think ever since the uh, money situation for myself has kind of changed, and I cut down on a lot of uh, bills or and or services that I uh, used to have, and then I was noticing at seventeen fifty, I was like, okay, I was like, this is something that is like genuinely help helping us keep up with like up to date with what our viewership is looking at and how long they're listening and what topics they like the most to hear from. So I'm like, since it's better thing us both, I was like, let's just both pitch in on it. I was like, eight bucks, people are paying like 20 for Netflix. So 
Um, but yeah, uh, let's like I said, shout out, shout out to you guys for ordering the shirts and all that shit. We appreciate it. Uh, um, yeah, whoever you are, we're gonna have a nice Jack and Crack weekend. So um, <laughs> reveal yourselves immediately. Yes, yes, because I posted a status about it, but no one, uh, no one message said it was them. So oh, Howard, show yourself. No, I really believe it wasn't anyone from here. I believe it was our because I was telling you before how big our Canadian like listenership is. Um, fuck yeah, hell, hell yeah! Shout out to all the moose people up there. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I knew I could count on y'all. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're about thirteen minutes. Anyone want to get into some music? Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, alrighty. Here, let's see here. So, I now listen, guys. I always talk about the albums, but there's also singles that drop. But I just figure, like me, I'm more of an I've always been more of an albums guy. Singles are cool, but I prefer to listen to like a full length album. That's just how. Well, at least at least for me, like Bryce, we kind of we grew up in the same generation, so albums were our kind of thing. Not really singles. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. if you think about it. I mean, like everyone, like Wayne, for example, was dropping mixtapes like left and right. Those weren't singles. No, it's like big mainstream artists are dropping like you know single song, you know, with some albums and EPs in between here and there. But I will, I would agree with you. It's mostly singles for the most part. <clears throat> um, but yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll start off with there was Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade. Uh, Tank, R&B Money, uh, Tink, Pillow Talk, uh, OMBPZ, and DJ Drama, Misguided. Actually, I am, lo- am looking forward to that one because Drama is like the best hype man. Like, we've seen it on Wayne's mixtapes. He mm. just gets you amped as hell to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> uh, then we got Internet Money, We All We Got. We got Power Trav, Power Surge. We got Young Chris, Virality. And we got, then we got 600 Breezy, Retaliation. We got Scotty ATL, Candler Road to Melrose. We got BOB, Better Than Drugs. Oh, God. BOB. Jesus. (laughs) All right. Anybody else hear hear the song Airplanes in the Night Sky? There's just me. <laughs> I'm excited about this because he has a uh, Tech Nine on there, and I'm really curious on how that track is going to sound. Uh, you know, it's funny. I just saw an article about him today. A lot of people are like trying to like cancel him now for, I guess, apparent anti-Semitic lyrics that he's been writing in his flat Earth conspiracies, which I had never, never even heard about until today. Right. Um. I never heard of this group, but uh, the homies, it's a lot going on. And then Kenny Mason, Pup Pack EP. Uh, there was more albums and shit like that could, that I could have saved, but uh, most of these artists were more like well-known, um, I guess you could say. Well, not all of them, but some of them. Um, anyway, out of all these albums, um, I listened to Tanks on Be Money. Um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast or not, but my favorite type of genre is R&B. 
and <clears throat> so any and there's a lot of bad R and B these days, but um, R and B just holds like a special place in my heart. And anytime um, I go and look for new music, R and B is like the main one I always go to. So, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about because, like, not really talk to you about, but more or less trying to get music suggestions because I'm actually like kind of the same. I find myself kind of like settling down like i don't know how to explain it like i i i like the vibes that r&b gives off now i guess well yes you're in you're in a happy relationship that's why (laughs) yeah you're right you're absolutely right so god damn it motherfucker when this podcast is over if i don't get any sort of recommendation, I am coming all the way to your house and beating the dog shit out of you. Oh, baby, don't trip me with a good time. That's right. I know you like that fucking borderline <laughs> domestic abuse shit. <laughs> fucking slut. But yeah, I definitely got you, man. And I've I've sent so you're not the first person to ask either. There's so many people that hit me up for like music recommendations because they see see me sharing shit all the time. Um and yeah, you know, it's crazy too because a lot of people when we were growing up always knew knew me as a hip hop guy. I always listened listen to the uh always listened to hip hop R and B I thought was like whack, corny. I was like, right. You're a simp if you're listening to R and B. You know how we were. Um right. but yeah, over the years I just grew uh, such a big appreciation for it. Especially the old stuff. So a lot of the newer stuff is basically the same drugs, sex, you know how it goes. Um, but a lot of the older R&B acts and stuff like that, I really enjoy them. Um, and of course some of the newer ones, like some, some of the, uh, older weekend stuff. I like that. Um, oh yeah, definitely. You can't go wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I'll definitely send you some recommendations. Um, yeah. let me get off there. Um, but yeah, I listened to the Larry June, uh, spaceships on the blade. He had uh, Babyface Ray, Sid, Currency, and 2 Chains. That track with Currency is fucking insane. But one thing about Currency, a.k.a. Spitta, he's been fucking murdering beats forever. So it's it's no surprise that he came through with a feature. I just wish that him and Wiz would make more music together. They always make music together. But I need another full-length fucking album from them, too. Yeah. Um, uh and other than that uh nothing really else <laughs> um like yeah, a, lot of, a lot of these um pretty quiet this week i feel like yeah as far as big names go yes yeah these are mostly like either not i don't want to say underground and like tell these artists like okay you guys are underground you're gonna make it like in the mainstream because obviously if you're being posted about you're not underground but as far as being worldwide known, it's, you know, not the case. Yeah. No, I agree. But, uh, yeah, uh, if you guys are looking for any recommendations from this week, I would suggest uh, Tank's R&B Money. There's more R&B that came out this week, but I would do that if you're, like, an older – not older, maybe, like, 25 to, like, 40. That's just kind of his demo. Um, but I would go for the Tank album if you like that. If you're more of a younger um, R&B head, I'd go for Tink's album. She's she's a um, good good R&B artist, um, but 
also you got to get past the uh, misogyny that most uh, men live with and actually listen to a female artist (laughs) (laughs) hey we don't knock female artists around here okay exactly we fucking love lana del rey around these fucking parts bud (laughs) of course we do my favorite is doja cat and just because of her personality and her personality's racking, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we got, uh, and then you know, hip hop. Listen to Larry Larry June. He got Babyface Ray, Sid, Currency, Two Chains, and you know, even more on there. So go check that out. Um, and yeah, um, you know, I'm sure if you like uh, metal and rock, there is more. But I'm simply talking about hip hop and R&B because that's the music I really listen to the most. Uh. I like metal and I like rock, but uh, they're not the first thing I'm going to, basically. You know, rock and, and, and it's a shame to say it, but like, I feel like rock in general has just kind of been on it's the down. But, you know, it, it's just, I'm not knocking any current bands trying to get into it, but I think you're going to have a hell of a harder time trying to establish a fan base nowadays because everybody is like into you know, the simple, I wouldn't say simple, but more like the hip-hoppy, poppy kind of tunes that are being produced nowadays. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But Sprock has a hard, very hard time, I think, trying to stand up against against that that industry. Oh, yeah, most certainly. Them and, uh, yeah, because, I mean, the last time I remember it being, sadly, okay, now listen, I might, I'm I'm not saying I'm well-versed in metal and or rock, Right, but the last time I remember it like soaring, and I mean really soaring, was sadly. Now listen, anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but it was when metalcore was like popping. Yeah, right. Like asking Alexandria, the uh, Attack, Attack, Sleep with Sirens, that type of shit. Yeah, no, you're right, 100%. Like, and that's stuff from like almost a decade ago too, like when we were in high school. Yeah. God, that makes me feel so fucking old. Like, dude, I'll never forget it. My my senior year is when um, that Asi Alexandra dropped a album called From Death to Destiny. And it was their first ever, like, Danny went full rock on the shit, but it actually sounded good, right? And yeah. people were hating it because he wasn't screaming as much as he used to. And, uh, not talking about the same shit as usual. Um, but me, it was nice. But I think back on that was 2014. Yeah, dude. And it's fucking wild. It's almost crazy to say that it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, you're right. Because I think back to that time period about music in particular. And mainly the demographics, you know, speaking with, you know, uh, pertaining to high school. I mean, yeah, I, I would say like. High school during that time was like a perfect mixture to get into like rap and like rock because yeah. they were, but both of those sides were coming out with like, you know, all sorts of different types of shit. I mean, Wayne was getting bigger and bigger. Eminem was still pretty relevant. And, you know, all these bands like Pierce the Veil, Falling in Reverse, yeah. We as Romans and like Suicide Violence, oh. just, just absolutely releasing good. Well, back then to me, like good music, it still is good. It's just that I, uh, we're not, we're not angst teenagers anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
happy teenagers no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. It was. It was definitely. It was definitely. Uh, definitely good times. Um, let's uh, let's go into this first. <laughs> oh God, this first topic today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, now you know who Dennis Rodman is, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So NBA Hall of Famer. Dennis Rodman says he's got permission to go to Russia to help seek Brit- Brittany Garner's Griner's release. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wait, um, Dennis Rodman is overseeing the, the prisoner exchange? Yes. <laughs> you know, I just love, I just absolutely love that, like, you know, Dennis Rodman, you know, the, this this basketball player is like this this diplomatic figure for, like, world politics. Like, yeah. Going to North Korea and I'll go into Russia. Yeah, that's what I was exactly going to say, too. Like, you just see this motherfucker just, like, hanging out with, like, just casually hanging out with, like, you know, the dictator of North North Korea. No big deal. Yeah. Just absolutely doing balls to the wall type of shit. And now he's just to hear him do this is just hysterical. Because it's like we're just, like, living in, like, some sort of, like, fucking skit of some sort. (laughs) Like it's just like it's just like one terrible joke, right? Um, basically, it, it was going on talking about uh, Britney and shit like that. Um, the only quote they gave from Dennis was, "I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl." Um, I'm trying to go this week. <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know, Dennis. I mean, I guess I could see the correlation because I mean she's a basketball player she's he's a basketball player but yeah it just seems it's just funny to me <laughs> how crazy does the world have to be for the next order to be dennis rodman visit <laughs> every country to stop world war three <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the next article like dennis rodman savior of world war three prevent <laughs> he stopped the war in ukraine <laughs> He's like standing in the fucking like Odessa food port in Ukraine. He's like, no, don't bomb it anymore. Stops. <laughs> I'm done, dude. This shit. He every time I see him in North Korea, I was like, okay, that's fucking insane. But now his motherfuckers are going to Russia. Next, he'll be in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, right. That's where we need you the most. That's where we need you the most, Big D. Yeah. yeah. Big D. Whoa, oh. relax. <laughs> <laughs> Big D, huh? Yeah, bro. And don't be dissing on Big D, hater. You, oh, you love Big D. <laughs> Big D. Um, now this this is like very short news here, but I thought it was good to mention it. It says, uh, McDonald's to test run chicken Big Mac in the U.S. after popular U.K. trial. Um, so it goes on and on about this, but I have, I follow a different couple different like UK YouTubers and stuff and they went to McDonald's and, and, uh, tried this and said it was pretty good. I would actually be interested in it. I'm not the biggest fast food guy anymore by, by any, by any stretch, but, um, the Big Mac is iconic. I'm just curious on how it exactly take, taste with the chicken. Like, are they going to put the same shit on it? Are they still going to put the Big Mac sauce on it? Yeah, you know, I like how they uh, make all this new stuff and, like, they bring back old stuff like the McRib and 
that type of bullshit. Let me ask you, McDonald's. Let me ask you. Where the fuck are my snack wraps at? Exactly. Bitches. Y'all got all this time and money, and you see how miserable the world is, and y'all can't cut us a break. I don't even eat fast food anymore, hardly ever. You know how fast I would be in the fast food line trying to get me some snack wraps at 2 in the morning? Fucking <laughs> quit playing with my heart. Exactly. And, you know, I think I know why McDonald's won't. And, listen, McDonald's, you can contact us if this is wrong. But, uh, listen, I think the reason I'm bringing the snap, snack wraps back is simply because how cheap they were. Yeah. Cheap as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they're worried about the inflation shit. One thing's for sure. They're not going to go down anytime soon. No, that's for sure. I mean, as long as there's hungry people and fucking people stoned out of their mind, there's always going to be fast food. Exactly. Oh, oh give me one second. I got to tell Caden tonight. Oh, you're good. Take your time. Good night, buddy. I love you. You're so good. <sighs> anyway, for our uh, one here, we got. Hmm, which one do I want to pick? Ah, oh, fuck it. We'll go right down the list. Okay. So I got. You're done with this one. Okay. It says. Uh, Russia accuses Ukraine of chemical terrorism using toxin. Toxin. Um, Russia's uh, defense ministry accused Ukraine of poisoning some of its soldiers in the Russian-controlled part of Ukraine's southeastern region of Zaforzia in late July. An advisor to Ukraine's interior ministry said on Saturday in response the alleged poisoning could have been caused by Russian forces eating expired canned meat. Oh, what? (laughs) That is like the most bullshit-ass answer I've heard. Right. (laughs) Russia to to use chemical warfare. Yeah. That's why I found this like so hypocritical. I'm like, really? You have to be like fucking kidding me with this shit like oh man some of our some of our soldiers while we were blowing up another fucking place were were poisoned yeah right expired cans of meat yeah i don't know any expired cans of meat that kills hundreds of thousands of people like well not hundreds of thousands but a good bit of people right oh god I, i like i'm waiting for this shit to end i don't think it ever will um, but I mean, I'm I'm so tired. Every week, there's something new with with Ukraine and Russia and fucking. Somehow, we're always involved. I wonder how. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like weird because, like, I was gonna say too, like on the last podcast, we really talked about like Russia and Ukraine in like a couple weeks now, and it's like now all of a sudden it's just like it pops back up. You know, of like, course. Why- Fire. Oh yeah, always will. And it just makes you wonder how long this is gonna last. Probably gonna last longer than some people's marriages. 
<sighs> so, what is your wonderful topic, bitch? <clears throat> well, douche canoe. <laughs> I, I've seen this article pop up a couple times, and uh, I bring uh, it up because it's like uh, history repeats itself. You might have seen it, but it's uh, the article reads as black couple sues after they say home valuation rises nearly three hundred thousand dollars when shown by a white colleague. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay. I I actually didn't see that article. <laughs> what what uh what else it say? You still there, Bryce? 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 Bryce. Bryce. Bryce, 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 Bryce. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. Where the fuck did you go? Bryce, 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 Bryce. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. Where the fuck did you go? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I was I was still talking on there, but I couldn't hear you. Oh, I mean, I was reading from the Facebook news oh. articles. I guess it must have disconnected me. Yeah, it must have. Yeah, I couldn't hear a word of what you were saying. Shit. <laughs> that time. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's why, like, for me, on uh, when I'm uh, sitting there saving... Like the best thing to do is from Facebook is just share it to the uh, note section, and it's usually like good after that. Oh shit, my bad, bro. Oh, you're good, you're good. But uh, yeah, don't worry. They uh, they got to hear a good sing along of me saying, um, Bryce, 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 where are you? Where <laughs> the fuck did you go now? I like it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, let's see here. Mm. It, it says on here, Disney CEO Bob Chapik again distances himself from Bob Iger with Disney Plus pricing decision. Um, <clears throat> as CNBC reported earlier this year. Eager hasn't agreed with several decisions Epic has made as Disney CEO, including his uh, reorganization of the company and his handing of Florida's controversial "Don't Say Gay" legislation. Um, the latest break is a 38% price increase for Disney Plus announced last week. Um, as part of a slew of announcements surrounding Disney's new advertising-supported service which will launch on December 8th. Uh, Disney Plus without ads will increase from $7.99 per month to $10.99 per month. Disney Plus with ads will begin at $7.99, Jesus Christ, per month. Um, Chappick's pricing strategy differs from the philosophy philosophy Iger espoused, according to people familiar with both men's thinking. 
Iger wanted Disney Plus to be the lowest priced major streaming offerings of the people who asked not to be named because the discussions were private. That way, customers would view Disney Plus as a stronger value proposition to its competitors, even if for other services, content might be a little more robust. This is also why Iger argued to keep Disney Plus separate from Hulu and ESPN Plus, a strategy Chappick has thus far maintained. Um, <clears throat> um, basically, this, this is really surprising. It's just two people going back and forth. Like, I understand this other guy's, he wants, quote-unquote, lower prices, but I feel like any person that gets, like, high up in a, uh, any person that's at a high up at a big-ass company, especially, like, Disney, I mean, you've had to do some foul shit yourself. Right. Some weird shit, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Disney definitely has been uh, weird as fuck for... <laughs> ever. Yeah, since pimping's been pimping. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, I mean, you hear about it all the time about, like, you know, sexual misconduct and, like, stuff happening at, like, Disney World and shit like that. Yep. You always hear about, you don't always hear about the cover-up or the massive payout to whatever family that it happened to. No, never will. Um... Oh shit! In other news, uh, first virtual uh, hip hop artist FN Mecca signs to Capital Music Group. Uh, it says FN Mecca, the world's biggest um, AR rapper, signs to Capital Records in a global first. Um. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh, FM Mecca blurs the line between humans and computers with his over the top flexing and extravagant sense of style. He has rapidly amassed billions of impressions across the internet since the independent release of his singles Moonwalk, Moonwalking, Speed Demon, and Internet with over 1 billion views and 10 million followers on TikTok alone. He is the number one virtual being on the platform. See, this is what I mean when I'm talking about like future, like music and stuff like that. We are fucked. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like these mainstream artists should be worried. I mean, like, how, <laughs> I mean, I my theory is now after like hearing that because I I did read some of the article beforehand as well, and I did see it before. I don't know this virtual AI rapper. Mm-hmm. If I was like a rapper, like a real life one, mm-hmm. about getting replaced, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't be pay. They don't have to pay those fucking, you know, artificial, you know, rappers. They're just, they're just codes and algorithms. That's all they are. Exactly. They don't need money to survive. Nope. Could you imagine? And then <laughs> that that is a good point. I mean, this is like where the future is taking us i mean you see articles all the time about like you know these these robots that like mimic actual human behavior and talk to you back and it's it's weird i mean i couldn't imagine like actually like accepting that as the new norm no i couldn't either but from and i have i've refused to listen to the shit but um from what i've heard 
from other people, it literally sounds just like, you know, he's an actual, it's an actual human, like, being, like, rapping. Right. <clears throat> I've, yeah. I've never listened to him either, so I couldn't tell you what it's like, but I will say they do a good job of making him look like any other, you know, rapper this day and age. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple. There's, like, a whole starter pack. <laughs> right. A whole starter pack. Yep. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, other news. Speaking about rappers, uh, rapper Quando Rondo. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know who that is, he had major beef with like King Vaughn and shit like that. Um, and someone from his crew actually was the one that uh killed King Vaughn. But um, it says rapper Quando Rondo reportedly shot in Los Angeles. Uh. Yeah, it says uh, the Georgia, the Georgia native who assigned a young boy never broke again's record label was allegedly allegedly a target in a drive-by shooting, which ultimately claimed the life of someone in his entourage, according to Double XL. Uh, the incident occurred in the Beverly Grove neighborhood in L.A. on Friday evening. Gunman reportedly opened fire at a gas station, striking a 23-year-old man. He was load he was loaded into Quando Rondo's black. Cadillac Escalade, which was driven to West Hollywood before police were called for help. The suspects fled in a white vehicle and remained at large. Um, in quotations, we don't know why or how this happened. All we know is that the victim vehicle, uh, they pulled up, they were pumping gas, and looks like they probably finished pumping gas, and the suspect approached from the alley, got out of the car, and started shooting at those victims. Uh, LAPD Lieutenant John Radicke said. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this, you know, this will always say that whole street lifestyle. Once you make it, why the fuck are you still in it? Man, I feel like it's a thing where you just can't get up. You just get so caught up in it that that's like all you know. Right. Like, uh, it'd be like me going from like, yeah, nine to five to trying to like fucking, you know, hustle hustle drugs into the street or something like that. I mean, you know, once you get into it, it's like, you know, it's like addicting. It's like, you're getting a new, new taste of like, I wouldn't say power, but like responsibility, I guess. And like, you know, once you do it for so long, that's like the only thing you know how to do. I mean, me, that's why I work in nine to five. That's because that's the only thing I know how to do to like make money to survive. Yeah. But, in terms of just like shooting at each other, I mean, I don't, I'll never really understand it. I mean, that that's like a new rapper thing nowadays. Yeah, it's and just it's, to, to it's shoot good. at each other. Yeah, but I mean, it's so weird because, like, okay, if you go back and look at like um, the one person I always use as an example is uh, 50 Cent because 50 was in the hood. You know, 50 was out here doing shit. Um, uh, but as soon as he got on and shit like that, he left. And he said, fuck the hood. Obviously, you know, you don't have to say fuck the hood and all that shit, but um, he did the smartest, smartest thing he can do. He got out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we all, for those of you that don't know, 50 Cent was basically fucking hit man for hire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was about that life, which is fucking crazy to me because, like, 
how many other rappers do some baller shit like that? Right, exactly. And then, you know, just, you know, with his career and how how crazy that that uh, shit went, you know, it's 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 fucking wild. And then um but yeah, like I always use that thing, use him as an example for a simple fact of he could have easily stayed just stayed in the shit. Yeah. Um but but he didn't and that with the you know, the smartest decision he probably made. It was always like, you know, you know, you know, that that old saying like, you know, love love your hometown, love your love your career and shit like that, but you know, one once you make some money, get the fuck out of your, you know, mm-hmm. hometown. Yeah, if I were to do that, that's what I would do. I'd cash the fuck out as soon as possible before yeah. I <laughs> Exactly. You know, get your get your family out of the position, get yourself out of the position and then you know, let it be what it's gonna be. But you know, I feel like that's easier said than done. I mean, it could be, you know, ne- neither me nor you nor like anybody that we necessarily know has, you know, been in that type of position. But I'm just trying to think from like, if I was in that position, I'd like to think that I would do everything I could to get out of it, like get get out of here. Yeah, right. Just to like get your foot in the door, do what you need to do, and then fuck out. Yes, exactly, exactly. I'd I'd make sure like. My 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 kids, uh, fiance, mom, mom, and all that shit—they're all good and taken care of and shit. And then I'd be out. <laughs> um, let's see here. We got this one here. Uh, this Indiana governor, uh, latest U.S. official to visit Taiwan. Amid China tensions, uh, what is this now? Three weeks in a row we're talking about Taiwan. Yeah, it's <laughs> third week. Um, the govern governor of Indiana arrived in Taipei on Sunday, becoming the latest U.S. official to visit Taiwan and defying pressure from China for such trips not to happen. China, which claims democratically governed Taiwan as its own territory, despite the Taipei government's strong ob- objections, has been carrying out war games and drills near Taiwan since U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi made a two-day visit to Taipei earlier earlier this month. Um, yeah, I, do, I don't know. I don't understand this. I don't know why they keep fucking going there. It's, I don't understand it either. And it's, and of course, it's the one person that's been going back and forth too. <clears throat> Nancy. Oh, God. It's Nancy. It's just one more thing to add to the fire, I guess. Of yeah. Course. And I don't understand why we willingly let old people dictate and govern our lives. They, yeah, because they've done so well. Right, like, you know, everything that's been going well the last 40 years by their own policies is really working today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same reason I hear these fucking boomers talking about how to be frugal uh, with with your money money and all this shit on the times we're in. Like, you don't know. Shit, it, shit is not the same like it was back then. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy because it's like, 
I've seen this video where this person was going around asking boomers and like, you know, older people how much this current house would cost. And it's ridiculous to hear some of their answers. Oh, they're like, oh yeah, it's like 20 grand, 30 grand. And then they're like, I don't know, this, this fucking, you know, two bedroom house, you know, 2000 square feet house is, uh, is about $220,000 grandma. And jaw just drops to the floor. Like what? Uh, yeah, we can't afford, you know, the current housing market, you know, sorry that you got to buy your house with like, you know, a sack of flour and a corn chip, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking so stupid. But, you know, fingers crossed. I still got my fingers crossed, you know, housing market will crash soon. I'll buy it. I'll buy a house. Yes, me too. (laughs) Um, You down in Florida, bud. Exactly. Um, so this one is Oklahoma woman slips out of cuffs, shoots man and deputy from the, and from shoots man and deputy from back of police cruiser. There is a whole video, but obviously we're still doing audio currently. So I'm not even going to try to show the video, but anyway, um, Oklahoma authorities have released wild dash and body cam video that shows a handcuffed woman shooting a police rifle and firing it out of the back of a police patrol car um the grady county sheriff's office responded to a wellness check at a home in blanchard just before noon on august 12th deputies took a woman into custody placed her in handcuffs and into the back of a marked suv uh video taken uh you know sees her squirming in the back seat and blah 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 but um you know I'd like to say this is surprising, but it's Oklahoma, so it's not really surprising. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma is like Midwest fucking Florida to me. Oh, it is. It really is. <laughs> and it's like anytime you read an Oklahoma headline, it's bound to be some wild shit. Like <laughs> naked man wrestles like an armadillo and like fucking ten rattlesnakes. <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy. Um. <laughs> Let's see. But it's tragic, though. I mean, like, how how the hell does this woman who's hand, supposedly handcuffed get a he- get a hold of like their AR fifteen? Yeah, manages to shoot them. Yeah, I I mean, maybe if this wasn't on tight enough. Yeah, right. But like, I don't know. Maybe I I've never been in the back of a police car, so I don't know where the fuck. I mean, like, put the fucking guns at and shit. But like, I'd imagine that they wouldn't put an AR fifteen back there. Yeah, I was like, what was it doing? Just chilling on the back there. Yeah, right. Uh, seat water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking weird. Um, but let's see here. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, the good thing is, neither of them, uh, the two people that were shot, neither of them died. Um, so that's good. But um, yeah, I mean, after looking at this woman here, I can definitely. I mean, she looks like some ancestry going on. <laughs> Pretty far for the course of Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, listen, if you are from Oklahoma, we're not saying you are all the same, but um, the you you have like a little you you've had a joke on you for years now, so it shouldn't yeah. be really surprising to hear. The tree is yeah. what I'm saying. The family that means yeah. um Picking each other all the way down. Uh, th- now listen, this story was fucking crazy. 
It's um says man allegedly drove around Pennsylvania with dead woman in car, leaving her in it for days. Um it says police told WPXI that a woman's body was driven around Pittsburgh for hours before she was left in a car out left out a car outside her house for about two days. The woman the woman's body was identified as Nicole Dole. She was found in the passenger seat of a car about two months ago at an apartment complex in McCandles, according to PXI. Uh, investigators said they arrested a man in connection and identified him as Patrick McCurry, according to WPXI. Uh, police said that McCurry had a, apparently given Dole some Norcan. Following a overdose before he drove around her, drive, drove her around town, but they believe she was already dead before she ended up inside the car. Hmm. Um, police checked surveillance video from traffic cameras and saw McCurry allegedly driving the car around with Dole inside of it. Uh, Dole was in a reclining position in the footage. Uh, according to WPXI, McCurry has been charged with the abuse of a corpse, and no fur- further information has been released. That's strange. I wonder what happened to this woman. I've got more questions than answers. I feel like the dude, I feel, I feel like what happened here, right, was the woman uh, overdose. The guy tried to give her the Narcan and shit like they said, and it didn't work. So he freaked out, got out of the car, and ran away. I mean, that's my best guess. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's pretty well known for it. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Rest in peace. Yeah. Man, way to go right there. Yeah. It's, that's fucking crazy, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, literally, I think I think a lot of people, and I've, I've said this before, but I feel like a lot of people know they need help, but just, you know, refuse to go and get it. Yeah, I mean, the help's always there. I mean, you, you can't force somebody to go. They'd have to want it for themselves, unfortunately. Exactly. But, I mean, that's the end result right there. I mean, you, there's no happy ending to it. No. Not at all. You know, um, condolences to her uh, family and friends. And uh, that, shit, that shit's terrible. Um. This one here, Texas, Texas. Oh boy, we got Texas back in the news. It's been it's been a couple weeks, so we had to get them back in here. Oh boy, dazzle. <laughs> um, Texas woman poisoned by napkin after restaurant birthday party, birthday party dinner. Um, let's see. A woman in Houston said she went to the she was sent to the hospital after touching a napkin on her car door that was apparently poisoned. Erin Mims was at a Houston rush restaurant celebrating her birthday on Tuesday afternoon with her husband, but when the couple went back to get in, the, get in their car, a napkin was on the door, according to Fox uh, 26. Mims said she threw the napkin away and didn't think much of it. I just threw it out to the Mims. I opened the door with the tip of my fingers. I asked my husband, did he put a napkin on the door? And he said no. Uh, the woman went back into the restaurant and washed her hands before getting back in the car, but said that her fingers began suddenly tingle, and then the symptoms became progressively worse. Uh, in quotations, maybe five minutes, my whole arm started tingling and feeling numb. I couldn't breathe, says Mims. I started getting hot flashes. My chest was hurting. My heart was beating really fast. 
Uh, when she arrived at the hospital, doctors ran urine samples, blood tests as well as a CAT scan and said that her vitals were all over the place. Uh, in quotations, doctor came in and told me it wasn't enough in my system to determine what it was, but said it was acute poisoning from an unknown sub- substance. What the fuck? Okay, so that must be something new they're doing. Yeah, right? I mean, the, the, my first thought was trafficking, like human trafficking. You know, I mean, it, it would make sense. I don't know, maybe if they were trying to kill her or not, but it sounds like they were trying to like get her unconscious at con unconscious at least oh yeah definitely and you know i think you you know over the years they have tried multiple different things like getting them to come out of the store shit like that i think this is something new that they are trying to um be less uh what's the word less uh like physically there like they don't have to be physically there and there you know just put the napkin there and then someone goes over and grabs it, goes unconscious. So it looks like no one did it. They just literally fainted. Right. Um, I mean, unless she pissed somebody off real bad and made them fucking, I don't even know. I mean, that sounds pretty serious. If they can't even determine what type of substance it was used to poison her. Yeah, that's, that's some wild shit. And that's why I tell everyone, like, you know, when you, okay, if you leave, Okay, let's say you go into the store and you come back out and something is on your car that wasn't before. Literally, just get get in the car and leave. Yeah. Like, like immediately. Now, with this napkin thing, I wouldn't even, if you know for a fact, like, there's no reason a napkin should be on there, I would have called, like, the police quickly and then get them there so they get to go about the whole situation so she wouldn't even have to go through this in the first place. Right. He, you know, you would think that there would be like you know somebody right like rifling through like security footage or whatever. Like every parking lot's got like security cameras around there somewhere. Yeah, like they're, they're yeah they're forced to now. Right. So I mean, like it's surprising to me, like you know nothing was done. Uh, you know, authority wise speaking, like nothing was done about that yet, or at least there's no update on it. Yeah. But, well, like I said, I'll I'll keep. I'll keep everyone updated on that. Maybe we'll, maybe there'll be n- more news about it next week. But as far as right now, that's all that's on it. Huh. Yeah, that was a good article. It was. It was. Um, now, we were talking about fast food, and now we got more news. Um, Wendy's removes lettuce from sandwiches as a precautionary measure amid E. coli outbreak. Um, right about that. Yeah, the fast food chain removed lettuce from sandwiches in some locations, but said the lettuce in their salads was not related. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. Uh, <laughs> um, Wendy's announced that it would be removing lettuce lettuce used on sandwiches in several Midwestern regions amid an ongoing investigation into an E. coli outbreak announced by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention last week. The CDC said many sick people were reported eating sandwiches with romaine lettuce at Wendy's restaurants in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania before getting sick, but said they have not yet confirmed the source of the outbreak. Hmm. You know, it's always fast food, too, with the E. coli. Like, you know, some dirty-ass person's not washing their hands like they're supposed to. I know. 
I know. And because, I mean, you see some of this work at fast food restaurants, but you can just look at someone and tell they haven't washed their ass in like a month. They haven't washed their ass. They haven't cleaned the fucking grills. Or like, you know, you see like people like purposely like spitting in food and shit like that. Yep. Just like wiping food on the ground on purpose. I mean, like, that's what scares me about going to some of these fast food places is like, you don't know who's giving you your food and serving you your food. Yeah. They could have fucking stuck their hand down their pants and went to town. And just oh, fucking, yeah. You know? And especially, like, around here, man. Like, you go you go up, you know, in uh, good old Washington or fucking uh, Uniontown, shit like that. It's like, you walk in there and you see some of these fucking people working there. It's like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Swear. Yeah. Oh. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, you don't oh. have to work there, my guy. No. No. Um, in a statement on Wendy's website on Friday, August 19th, the company said, we are fully cooperating with public health authorities on their ongoing investigation of the regional E. coli outbreak reported in certain Midwestern states. Uh, while the CDC has not yet confirmed a specific food at the source of the outbreak, we are taking the precaution are moving the sandwich lettuce from restaurants in that region. Uh, it says the lettuce we use in our salads is different and is not affected by this action. As a company, we are committing, committed to upholding our high standards of food safety and quality. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. Like I know some of these fast food chains feel like they're leagues above the others, but you guys are all the same. I swear. <laughs> I mean, like Burger King and I believe Chappelle. Chipotle are both owned by the same company, I believe. Well, Chipotle is owned by McDonald's. Not Chipotle, fucking uh, Chick Fil A is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I know they're not the same restaurant, but they're the same fucking. They're owned by the same company. I mean, like burger places and fast food places, like Burger King, McDonald's. They're really not too different from me, you know. They, yeah, they're just two different styles, I guess. Yeah, but um, just quick sidebar. Um, just want to let everyone know there's been a lot of discussion over the years, like, oh, wh- which place has the best like fries? And I didn't even think that had to be up for discussion since McDonald's has been knocking all of you out of the water since day one. Yeah, you know what? I really can't think of any other competition to McDonald's fries. There is none. Like, like I like Arby's fries, but like you know, they're not. They're not busting like McDonald's. Chick-fil-A has decent fries, but they ain't busting like McDonald's. No, especially when you hit a McDonald's, like, just when they switch over to the lunch menu. Oh, my God. (laughs) So amazing. Bro, I'm telling you, the saltiest of fries. Oh. Perfectly soggy. Oh, and and back before they changed the formula, I remember before they changed the formula on their sweet tea, right? Yeah, like it's still good now, but um, back when you could really taste the diabetes when you first started drinking it, like, Ooh, boy, I know what you mean. Oh, you, you know, I think I know why they did that too. I don't know if you remember, like, you know, they would find like you know just like that gross ass sludge in like the bottom of like the the container where the sweet tea was at and it was yeah. from like all the amount of sugar that they pour in that shit. That was fine with me. Dump the entire jar of sugar in that shit. 
<laughs> like that shit mixed with a good old large fry from McDonald's, like when it was like like I said, brand spanking new. Right. Started. Oh my god, that would make my entire day. Uh, you know, really my, really my week. I will say, like Wendy's fries are pretty good. I feel like they're a pretty close second. Subpar. Subpar. Fuck out of here, bro. Popeyes is better. Popeyes, bro. Get. I now I know you're. So- saying that now I'm no, not... listen, this, this is this is my top three you ready for this all right okay mcdonald's is number one that's never gonna change all right, all right. i got you all right number two arby's curly fries you shut your whore mouth i'm serious and then number three now this this is something that no one really talks about but i'm gonna say number three kfc KFC. All right, you know I, I think that's pretty fair. My only gripe with KFC: not enough fries in the container. I agree. Like there's like their chicken sandwich is good. Like their chicken stuff, yeah, phenomenal. Their sides, I mean, they I feel like they skip out on sides. Oh yeah, they do. They do. Um, we'll do this one last uh, talk before you finish up here. This one. We were talking about Oklahoma earlier being the, to being like, you know, uh, just like Florida. Mm. Well, now we got Florida. Uh, Florida, dangerous criminal sought after injecting man with fentanyl, duct taping, and stabbing him. What the? <laughs> okay. Well, I did not mean to laugh. I mean, I don't either, but it's just like Florida's always got the, the crazy drug stories. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> man turns into zombie and eats guy's face. Yeah. Man stabs other man with fentanyl and proceeds to try to kill him. Um, how, how crazy could you be to already stab somebody with some fucking fentanyl and then proceed to fucking chase him down and try to kill him? Right. <laughs> um, it says the incident happened uh, Monday evening in Tampa when two suspects conspired and attempted to kill a known associate who they believe would report their illegal activities to police. Uh, the two suspects forced the victim into the bathroom of a home on the 5300 uh, block of Garden Lane, where they attacked and bound him, according to investigators. The victim survived the attack and was rushed to Tampa General Hospital, where he is in stable condition, um, the sheriff's office said. Um, investigators identified and arrested one of the suspects, 44-year-old Sirico de la Cruz he faces multiple charges including attempted first degree murder with a weapon the second suspect is known only as TC at this time according to detectives who say the suspect is trans and and believed to be near Hillsborough Avenue and North Habana Avenue Hmm. Um, and then they give the description as of this TC TC guy they're speaking of. Um, oh man, I'm telling you what, like, <laughs> I've, I've seen some crazy stories from around here, but injecting someone with fentanyl, duct taping, and then stabbing the guy. Dude, that's brutal. Like, that, that is, like, so that, I guess you would use the term cold hearted on that. Yeah, right. I mean, that's like the cruelest thing I could think of, like, to do to a person. Like, if the fet, I mean, 
I don't even know why you'd bother stabbing him because, like, the fentanyl itself is probably enough to kill the person considering he's probably never done anything like that. Just short details that were given in that article. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... uh, Jesus Christ. But luckily, like like I said on here, the guy did survive, so that's good. Not good. Uh, Like, most of the fentanyl cases I've seen, and you've probably seen too, uh, they, they... most of the time, the person that that happened to, they end up dead. So, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's. I mean, they put the shit in everything nowadays, and like you don't even need a huge amount to kill you. I mean, it could just be like as small as your pinky now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, um, fuck them two guys, and I'm glad the other guy survives. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm glad that he survived and that those two officers survived from that uh that other woman's attack. Right. But anyway, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode. I think we're a little bit over the hour because our first um our first like thirty some minutes uh, was like thirty three. By the time I hit the finish recording, where I wasn't able to hear you. Yeah, uh, and now this one's at thirty-five. But fuck it. I mean, it's early, early in the night, so we early in the yeah early in the night, so we still had like energy. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. I I would have preferred to do it now than later. Yeah, me too. Um. Anyway, um. I want to like I said again at the at, like I said at the beginning. Thank you guys for listening to the last episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Buy our merchandise. Um. Share our shit with your exes, your current girl, your side girl, your mistress, your housewife, whomever. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got more shit coming. Um, if you guys would know any artists or any bands or things of that nature that you guys would like us to speak to, uh, send, send us a message. I'm always looking for new people. I check our email daily. I, I even check my own email daily uh, to see if anyone's you know, trying to contact us through that email because that was our business email for the longest before I made the um, our official email. Um, but yeah, like I said, contact us with anybody or hell, if you're listening to this and you're an artist and you think you would mesh well with us on here, come on, you know, come on, we can bullshit with you uh, and just kind of talk about your career and things of that nature. <sighs> Bryce, do you have anything to say? Yeah, that would be great if anybody's got um any uh, input on what you guys would like to hear from us more. I would be greatly appreciated. I mean, we always appreciate the feedback. I like the feedback because it lets me know that you guys are listening. Um, I did have one individual reach out to me a few weeks ago that I had talked to my you know partner about. Um, I don't know if this person still listens anymore, but I have tried to reach out to you. I haven't heard anything back, but... If uh, nothing else to say, um, thanks for listening, guys. Yes. Oh, oh, real quick, I just want to say uh, they kicked Top G off of uh, Facebook and Instagram, and I will not stand for this. Uh, you know, I, on the other hand, am eternally grateful. I mean, how my fragile masculinity going to, you know, depend on anybody else other than Top G? At the- exactly. Exactly. You understand. Uh, <laughs> um anyway yes thanks uh for listening like i said i'm staley i'm brace and we'll see you guys next week bye-bye bye-bye